Hello and welcome to the first episode of Science to the T. I'm your host, Sky Smith, and this morning I'm enjoying a nice fall-themed cup of black tea with cinnamon, cloves, and some pumpkin bits. Definitely hits the spot as temperatures here start to cool off. So go ahead and grab yourself a cup of whatever tea that your heart desires, and let's get going. The hint I gave for today's episode was a bee. So what could we be talking about? Well, triple negative breast cancer. Depending on the type of cancer cells, survival rates vary widely. One type of breast cancer that's a major focus in the research world is triple negative breast cancer. This type accounts for about 10 to 15% of all breast cancers, and it's very aggressive. It grows and travels to other organs very quickly and is more likely to come back after treatment than other types of breast cancer. So the outlook is generally not very good, and the five-year survival rates are much lower than other breast cancers. According to the World Health Organization, in 2018, there were over 2 million cases of breast cancer globally. So what does all this have to do with bees? Well, a peer-reviewed paper that was published this year in the journal Nature by Sierra Duffy and others from Australia found that honeybee venom can kill triple-negative breast cancer cells. Super cool, right? The authors also found that the active component of honeybee venom, melatonin, can be isolated and used as a treatment. Let's dive on into the data from this paper. To start off, they used eight different subtypes of human breast cancer cells grown in a dish and found that treating with either honeybee venom or melatonin significantly killed them off. They then wanted to learn just how the venom was killing these cancer cells, so they treated normal control cells and breast cancer cells with either honeybee venom or melatonin and put these cells through an apoptosis detection assay which is a fancy way to say that they were looking at cell death. And turns out, obviously, they were dying. Next, the cells were imaged using a laser microscope to look at them closely for one hour, and they found that within the first 30 minutes, Militin killed off nearly 50% of the cancer cells without significantly hurting the normal cells. So cool. When they looked at these cells super up close and personal with an electron microscope that uses electrons to scan all around and shows all the nooks and crannies of cells, they saw that the membranes were shrinking and sort of bubbly instead of smooth. But why? If the breast cancer cells were dying and their membranes were all wonky, what is the honeybee venom doing to cause this? Well, there's a piece of melatonin it is positively charged and thought to bind to the negative charge in membranes of cells. You can think of this kind of like a magnet. If melatonin is positive and the membrane is negative, or what's on the membrane is negative, then they will come together if they're close enough. So if you remove this positively charged part of melatonin, it doesn't work anymore. No more ruffled cells, no more anti-cancer activity. But you can also change this region to make it bind even more to cancer cells. So these guys actually engineered and added an extra piece to the melatonin that makes it want to bind to cancer cells more. 
To do this, they put a piece from another protein that interacts with integrins on the end of militin, and breast cancer cells are actually known to have a lot of integrins on them. And so by adding this little bit to the end of militin, it kills the breast cancer cells even more specifically and leaves other cells alone. How cool is that? From here, they dive deeper into the different pathways within the cancer cells that militin activates to make the breast cancer cells die. Long story short, they see that militin attaches to specific receptors on the membranes of the breast cancer cells, which causes the cell membrane to disrupt in structure and activates things inside of the cell that make it go dead. But so far, this has all been cells in a dish. What about real tumors? How would a treatment with this work? How does this help survival at all? Or does it? Well, they next tested the effects of melatonin on breast cancer tumors in mice. Here is where I think the authors could have done a little bit better, but hey, no paper is perfect, and they might be continuing this work as we speak. So they used mice who had triple negative breast cancer tumors and injected the tumors with melatonin every few days over a two-week period. Treatment with melatonin significantly reduced tumor growth compared to the control animals that didn't get the injection. They also tried out a combination of melatonin and a common chemotherapy drug called docetaxel, and this combination stopped tumor growth even more. After this, they looked at the tumors and saw that melatonin was attached to the cell membranes and that they were indeed dying, which is why the tumors were shrinking. Now that's just good science right there. They double-checked everything. Now, I would have liked to see them take the tumor analysis out a little longer, um, maybe a month, to see if the treatment continued to work. And I wish they would have given us any sort of numbers for survival rates. But I do appreciate how well the authors looked into just how melatonin attacks the breast cancer cells. And they used the right controls in a ton of different cell lines. They did a really good job. So there you have it. Honeybee venom may be a new way to treat triple negative breast cancer. What I think is really cool here is that honeybee venom could potentially be used for treating other cancers like lung, colorectal, ovarian, bladder, and head and neck cancer because they all have similar things on their membranes as breast cancer cells. Now, do I think this is the best cancer therapy ever discovered? Probably not. Is, it, is a direct injection into the tumor ideal? Not really. And will this work in humans? Maybe. But either way, I hope you all enjoyed this fun and exciting research as much as I did. Thank you all for listening to the first ever episode on Science to the T. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, or just want to talk science, you can find me on Twitter at SkyNeuro, S-K-Y-E, Neuro, like neuroscience, or email science to the t at gmail.com. 
Tune in next Wednesday for another terrific episode as we talk about soybeans and what they do to your brain. Yay! <laughs>